welcome brain bucket podcast coming to you from central texas and it's a nasty monday february 5th uh, about 58 degrees outside it's cold it's windy as shit and uh if you're not from texas or you've never lived in texas nobody tells you how windy it is um texas is flat man a lot of straightaways and the wind gust here you really get nasty so riding weather right now is just really intermittent it's or at least for me it is i know there's some guys that every day they're gonna ride don't matter what and, and it just it's cold i don't like riding cold i've ridden in the rain it sucks it's not my cup of tea i ride to have fun so we do have some days here and there that are 70 degrees and sunny and then it goes right back down to cold, wet, rainy. It's just all over the place. Now, moving to Texas, I thought it was going to be 110 year round. I was going to ride all the time. Not really the case. Nobody uh, really prepared me for that, but you know, it is what it is. Great thing about wintertime, it's a good time to start maintenance on the bikes, planning some road trips, getting everything together. I know I got, uh, had three project bikes going. I finished one project, got that finished up, wrapped up finally. Now I just got the Yamaha Silverado. I got to finish the the carburetors on it. The carburetors are giving me trouble getting them balanced and running properly. And I got a buddy. He's going to help me out. We're going to wrap that up. And then my son's TTR50. I started, bought it off Craigslist, got a good deal on it and needed some tlc it's a little bit of an older bike but for what he's gonna ride on you know get him started as much as i wanted to buy a brand new bike it's cheaper to go this route or at least i thought it was started buying parts first started turning apart into it started noticing more stuff that needed fixed and uh, i ended up just tearing it down to the frame so this time of year finish up those project bikes and then we're planning a couple of rides. One is, uh, if you're not from the Texas area, Twisted Sisters. Awesome looking ride, a lot of curves. As I mentioned earlier, Texas is flat and straight, a lot of it. You could see for miles and miles in Texas. But you get out to hill country east of Austin and around that area, you could get down to some nice riding areas. Uh, as long as you know what you're doing and so that is one of our rides twisted sisters coming up uh, we haven't set an official date yet but here pretty quick hopefully in the next couple months we'll get that we also want to do the saddle sore 1000 uh, that's 1000 miles in 24 hours and we're looking at getting that done uh, as well in the next couple months so we got at least two planned and uh, the saddle sore, 1,000, 1,000 miles, 24 hours. Uh, you got to record your route. And so let's see, step one, choose a safe route, use your mapping program. Google Maps is preferred for them to verify it. Uh, step two, collect photograph fuel receipts. Start and each stop photos. Each receipt in front of your odometer, keep a log of each stop. Step three, send it in. Where possible, please use electronic submission forms and a trip lob application forms. 
they give you PDFs and everything on there from the IRBA Association, their website. Uh, now, why are we doing this? Just to do it, just to get a cool patch to put on the vest again. Um, I think it would be fun, you know? So I was looking at doing the bun burner. That's uh, 1,500 miles in 24 hours, or is it 26, 36 hours? I don't remember. Hold on. We got that. 36 hours. So bun burner. I told the guys that we're planning the ride with, I was like, man, if we're going to go 1,000 miles in 24 hours, we should probably just do the 1,536 hours and just knock them both out. We could also get the Texas uh, badge as well for doing it all in Texas because Texas is big, like really big. You could drive eight hours in Texas and still be in our state, which uh, you don't think about it being that big, but man, it is it is large. So we got those two rides planned coming up. We got two project bikes to finish and we're trying to knock those out. So once the weather gets nicer and we get to that point where we could ride every day, then everything's taken care of and we could just go have fun. Um, with that, what are you guys doing at this time of year? I know there's plenty of guys still riding. There's the hardcore riders that ride day in, day out, rain, sun, or shine. Um, I just don't like riding in the rain. I've done it before. It's cold. It sucks. I don't care what gear you use. At some point, that rain's going to get in, and it just makes you cold and not fun for me. I uh, rode a little bit the other day when it was nice, but traffic was just horrendous. Uh, it's just our little town is not so little anymore. It's growing pretty quick, a lot of construction, and it's just I need to get out and ride. So I'm hoping the weather starts warming up here in the next month or two. We could get out and I got this Iron Butt Association ride certification. Certification can't speak right now it's probably because i'm in my garage and it's cold in here you guys will hear the noise from the wind gust hitting the garage door but uh that's where i like to my little workspace i like the garage it has all my all my favorite stuff in it all the hunting fishing gear three motorcycles sitting in here right now so i need to get it cleaned out I need to get this project bikes finished and uh, we're looking at selling the Yamaha Bolt. For you, those of you that don't know me, right now I'm running the Yamaha Bolt. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I recently, before the Bolt, I had the Yamaha R3. Um, and that's a fantastic bike. Even though we got some funny stories from the Yamaha 3 that we'll share in the later on podcast. But Yamaha Bolt might be getting sold. I got a good lead on a possible... Street Glide, an 06 Street Glide. The buddy, he just bought a brand new 2024 uh, Road Glide. Beautiful bike. All the bells and whistles. Like, I'm like super jealous. Like, you know, it's that time of year where we're seeing all the new models come out. And I think Harley's doing a great job on some of those new models, making them a little bit lighter. I think the new Street Glide and Road Glide are like, 15, 16 pounds down each, and uh, a little bit less. The cost has come down a little bit, although if you want it murdered out in black, you're going to pay like another $1,000 more, 
I think it's a stock gray. I don't remember what the technical color scheme is, but it's a gray, gray street glide and road glide. And uh, they don't look bad, but the chrome on the gray is just not, not my thing. Everybody loves, you know, a blacked out motorcycle or a blackout chrome just looks beautiful. And that's the way I think most motorcycles should be. You look at my Yamaha Bolt and every piece on it is blacked out almost except for a few pieces um but it looks good right everybody likes it and i think we all can agree motorcycles in black are just good uh the gray is not bad but it's just not my thing but the new 2024 lineups look pretty good nothing amazing or new but a lot of technology, a lot of rider enhancements put in there, and we'll keep our eyes on them. I like the older style of bikes. I like less technology. The R3, it had the ABS and on that, and the ABS, I, I just, I know some people are gonna say save them, but when I was riding with ABS and I was hard into it, and that ABS kicked in, I thought I broke the bike. And that scared me. <laughs> if, you, if you've never ridden a bike with ABS and you engage and that ABS kicks in, the whole bike shakes. You're like, oh, what happened? Did I downshift and blow my engine or what? You know, a whole lot of things go through your head. And uh, it takes your focus off what you were doing, right? You're trying to corner or you're trying to stop. And all of a sudden, other things start happening. I guess you could get used to it, but that's just my personal opinion. I think you need to have the skills set to run the motorcycle without the rider aids. I'm not a fan of all the new technologies and wheelie control and lean angle and all that stuff helping you. I think you need need to learn it. Um, that's just me, old school, I guess. Um, less is more. I want to ride the motorcycle to ride. I don't need all the fancy features and all that nowadays that everything has. So part of the reason why I bought the Yamaha Bolt was it was bare bones basic. It's motorcycle. You got lights, turn signals, start, stop, basic controls that you need for the road safety, but everything else is just basic. No ABS, which kind of makes me feel like a little kid again. You remember when you were a kid and you would ride your bike and you would hit the back brake, and you would slide, right? And you just felt so cool. I could do that with my Yamaha Bowl, and that's a lot of fun. It makes me feel like a little kid again. Uh, and it's just, it's more, puts you more in tune with the motorcycle, the road, the feel. You gotta, you gotta know all that stuff, right? Too much, too much gas, too much brake, you're gonna lay it down. That's yeah, gonna hurt. So relying on the computers, not my thing i'd rather just mechanically lean on it that way i'm in control of everything i don't have a computer overriding me on what i want to do i think it trips you up i think it takes a lot of skill away that's just me i'm sure a lot of people out there have appreciated that stuff and maybe save them a time or two but i think you need the skill to ride it without all that stuff that's just my take on it Take it for what you will. That's one of the reasons why I'm looking at an older street glide. I don't want all this fancy technology. I just want to ride 
feel the road, the connection. It takes, oh, the computers take too much out of it nowadays, I think. I think we're all too reliant on the technology. So that's where I'm going. I'm trying to stay bare bones. Um, the only thing I really even like is the headset. I like having the stereo, being able to listen to some Metallica and Leonard Skitter driving down the road. And, you know, it's just a lot more fun. You know, you get that in, in your headset when you're cruising, and it's just it's a good day. But that's just me. Everybody's to each their own. Ride your own ride. That's part of motorcycling is just you and the motorcycle. Whatever motorcycle you like, you should ride. And that about wraps it up for this uh, first podcast. Thanks for listening to the Brain Bucket Podcast. You know, one more way to involve motorcycles into the daily life when there's not much to ride. So we got a lot of stories, a lot of fun stuff coming up, uh, some interviews planned. There is one one rule for this podcast, and to be on it, you got to ride motorcycles. We have one exception coming up, and uh, we'll talk about that later on once we get the details figured out but in the meantime two wheels down stay safe ride your ride and we'll see you 